Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about lucid dreaming and how we can put this into place to further gain our sleep trust and also to have fun. Uh, before we get into the, the woods here, I'll admit that I am not really experienced in lucid dreaming. So at a future podcast episode, I'm definitely going to get somebody for an interview to give us more information on this topic. But uh, today I'm going to walk you through the basic concepts, uh, the techniques, and of course, how we can benefit from uh, doing this lucid dreaming. But let's first have a look at what lucid dreaming is at all. And it's basically the process when we are consciously aware that we are dreaming. So when you're in your dream world and you recognize that you're actually dreaming and that you can create anything you want to in dreams, at least this is where we uh, typically want to go with lucid dreaming. I know there are people who are consciously aware out there and do not see the ability to change their dreams. But when we're consciously aware and we are kind of the creator of our dream world, this is what we call lucid dreaming. And there are a bunch of reasons that we should consider doing so. Um, first of all, of course, it's big fun. You can imagine if you're consciously aware that you're the creator of your dreams and you can, with a snap of your finger, let everything pop up. It doesn't matter if it's the Ferrari you always wanted to drive or that you can fly or anything else you can can imagine. It's just instantly there. So that that's the fun part. But there are a couple of uh, good reasons to do so which exceed the simple fun part of it. First of all, you can explore your unconscious mind because things that flow up in your dreams are typically things that you are kind of handling in your in your mind but maybe are suppressing the thoughts so that that's quite interesting you can also use it and that's what i think is super interesting too to tap into this creativity state it's kind of all uh, flown up it's easy to imagine stuff and um, many will, will hear that in a, in, a, in a while many many famous people tap into this lucid state to get creative so there's also an aspect of spiritual practice because you're in, in this kind of a, a sleep-wake state which uh, you typically could also go when you meditate and um, you can use it to feel more connected. We can also access our memories better and it's not only a part that can help you to get physical healing, but also uh, you can uh, have kind of a psychological healing here. And this is a point, you know, curing phobias or traumas or uh, getting more confident. This is really a part, uh, one of the videos, I'm, I'm going to share with, with you a link from, I think it was DreamArc. Uh, you, you'll find it uh, under sleeptrust.eu in the, the podcast show notes to this episode. There were three videos published which explain lucid dreaming uh, from the perspective of the three. I think all, all three of them were basically also teachers of lucid dreaming. And one of them had a nightmare and he went into this topic. So this is really a thing that I think is 
absolute sleep trust related. If you have nightmares and you are aware that it is a nightmare, you can just handle the situation completely different than if you're not aware. And in this case, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, I think it was Charlie Morley uh, who said there was this big monster showing up as a nightmare and he kind of realized that it was dreaming and gave this monster a hug. And he really hugged it really, really um, um, quite intense. And the monster started to shrink and shrink. And in the end, uh, when when the process was, was kind of done, he had a look at the monster and was his, himself. So this was really powerful for him, he said. Uh, it was a really deep, deep experience. And um, uh, it's, it's definitely a thing that we can use to gain our sleep trust because if you're not sleeping because of nightmares, uh, this may be a solution for you. And, uh, you know, give it a try. You've got nothing to lose. That's what I always think. And if we're thinking about training our lucid dreaming capacities, we are actually in really good company because famous people like Leonardo DiCaprio, Albert Einstein, who's the inventor of the theory of um, relativity, uh, Thomas Edison, um, James Cameron, Salvatore Dali, Stephen King, all these people tap into lucid dreams to kind of pump up their creativity and to, to you know, invent stuff. And if it's good enough for them, it should be good enough for us is what I think. When I did the research to this week's episode, I kind of quickly came to the conclusion that I'm going to give this a try too. Um, I'm really looking forward to do so and as soon, maybe I'm going to record my next podcast in a lucid dream, something like that. But as soon as I've got any kind of experience, I'm definitely going to share this with you. And maybe I'm going to combine this or probably with the interview we're going to have with a real professional on this field. So here are a couple of techniques you can use to get into lucid dreaming. Uh, the first and most important uh, seems to be to get familiar with the structure of your dream. So you should start writing a dream journal. Uh, I published a cheat sheet to um, help you to write your dream journal last week. I'm going to link it up to this week's episode too. Um, you may also just buy a notebook and write down your dreams. And if you do so, by the way, at this morning I got up at 5 a.m. and I'm recording this podcast quite early. Um, when I did so, I got out of a dream. I could actually remember that dream. So it wasn't a lucid dream. It was just a normal dream. And I was thinking about the dream. And then I was a little bit afraid that I would fall asleep again because, I, you know, I don't use the snooze button or anything. So I got up went into the bathroom and let's say 45 seconds after I got up, I started to think about the dream again and it just kind of disappeared. I only have one little fraction of that dream in my head, which is uh, some kind of a woman I kind of knew and didn't know, which is kind of wired. But uh, the, the point is, it was a little bit like, you know, if you, you put your hand into the sand, grab a full hand of sand and it just runs away. You know, you push your hand, runs away. And there's nothing you can really do about that except keeping relaxed. So what I want to say uh, or tell you with this is if you want to start to have a dream journal, 
You have to write your dreams down as soon as you get up. Stay in that state. Don't move when you're when you're awake. Try to think about the dream and then start to write it down immediately. Uh, probably best uh, as, as long as you're in bed. Okay, so the second thing you can do is to do reality checks. Get used to do reality checks, which um, could be looking at your hand, when you're dreaming, often the, the number of fingers uh, seem to be different than five. So get into the habit of looking at your hand, count your fingers, or put some kind of a stone, little stone or anything into your pocket that you consciously take out of your pocket several times over the day to get used to that and maybe uh, or eventually do that in your dream and find it not to be in your pocket or you're, you're pulling something else out of your pocket or your, your number of fingers have changed. And that's the point when you get consciously aware that you're dreaming. The next thing is that you can wake yourself up after having four to six hours of sleep. Uh, this is simply uh, to the fact that the REM sleep stage uh, expands during your sleep cycle. So with every sleep cycle, uh, you, you, you get a kind of longer period of REM sleep, which is good if you want a lucid dream. Um, you could also use auto-suggestions when you fall asleep. It could look like, you know, um, counting down from 100 to zero and always putting in, I'm going to lose a dream, I'm going to lose a dream. Just repeat this or uh, maybe go down a book, you know, page for page and read that, I'm going to lose a dream. Um, so, and the, the last thing uh, I, I just want to say that I found out there too is to, you know, take some kind of a supplement. You can imagine that you're going to find that quite quickly because everybody wishes to take that magic pill and things just happen. Uh, it's, you know, if you do fitness or have a diet or anything, you, we're all looking for that magic pill. But um, I, I would just, you know, suggest to don't believe in that magic pill because we're all dreaming and if you really want to lose a dream, uh, I'm, I'm quite sure that it will not give you the results and, you know, maybe even uh, harm your body. So, um, so to say, but it's your choice, of course, you know, if you think that's going to help you, then uh, go for it. Yeah, so I think that were the most basic techniques. We're going to get more information that, uh, of that when we have a real sleep, a lucid dreaming professional on the interview. With that said, let's wrap up this episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast real quickly. Lucid dreaming is basically the uh, way to get conscious about our dreams and influence our dreams. It's not only there to have fun, but also... It uh, can help us to uh, gain physical and psychological health. Uh, in terms of sleep trust, we can use it to kind of handle our nightmares or welcome our nightmares and find the deeper root cause to get rid of them. We can also use this to tap into creativity as many, many famous people like Albert Einstein, Leonardo DiCaprio, Thomas Edison and many more did before us. And to do so, there are a couple of simple techniques, beginning with writing a dream journal um, and uh, getting some kind of re reality checks in place over the course of a day. 
which we hope that will continue in our dreams to let us consciously get aware that we're dreaming. We also may want to try to wake ourselves up after four to six hours of sleep that we are wake up in an expanded REM sleep stage and we may want to use auto suggestions to um, get us to think about lucid dreaming right before we go to sleep. Please feel free to download the free cheat sheet to help you to get started with the dream journal at sleeptrust.eu. I'll hook that up to the show notes of this week's episode. And uh, you may want to have a look at the three YouTube videos that are posted from Lucid Dream uh, experts. Uh, I think DreamArc uh, did that. I'm going to definitely post the link in the show notes too. With that, we're going to bring this week's episode to landing. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about the cultural aspects about dreaming. And until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.